why is that you all don't believe that the next mark zuckerberg or the next team jobs or the next big google or the next big anything will come from here let's build clone versions of facebook google youtube everything everything will build and we build top notch quality Welcome to Millionaire Mondays, the show where we bring you the stories of real Indian startups told by the entrepreneurs that built them. I'm Caleb Friesen, and on the show today, how Roshan Vadashri is open sourcing the world with Permissionless, a platform for building on-chain corporations. Today, the internet is dominated by Web2 giants. Our online lives are powered and controlled by companies like Google, Amazon, and Meta. And if we're being honest, most of us are pretty accustomed to this reality, even if it means giving away our privacy and freedom of choice to these private corporations. But what if someone were to open source these platforms? If, for example, Facebook was controlled by the masses via a blockchain instead of being controlled by Mark Zuckerberg, what would that look like? Well, Roshan Vadashri wants to find out, and he's chasing this dream with his Web3 startup Permissionless, a public on-chain corporation infrastructure provider. Now, in many ways, Roshan's entire life has been leading up to this moment because he's never been one to take permission. He does whatever he wants and doesn't let other people stand in his way. He's a singer, a dancer, a painter, and a true serial entrepreneur. But this passion for living his life on his own terms was born out of a situation that he had no control over. When he was in the fifth standard growing up in Mumbai, his father fell on some hard times and Roshan's family went from being well off to nearly bankrupt. This experience traumatized him and shaped many aspects of his formative years. I still remember vividly, fifth, fifth grade, our financial conditions dropped. As in like, from like, bungalows and Mercedes <laughs> to like drop to we had to go back to a chawl with literally no food to eat this was a condition that i saw from there till here my like traumatic if uh we were in a very good public uh good international school called as oxford uh in, in mumbai i had like my parents had to get me out of there uh, my my senior and we had to go, go into a convent school like there was no, not enough money for fees as well. And here in conventional fees was only 600 rupees. And that was unaffordable. Like the thing is what happens is people don't realize that when you are like, when you are from poor to you go rich and stuff like that, uh, comparatively when you fall, you understand that. But when you are like extreme rich and then you fall, that is a mental traumatic condition. Like that condition is different. You can't experience that. And I experienced it. So, but then uh, I I hate asking people. For, I hate like, uh, like if I want something, I take it. I've been like permissionless from day one, day one. If, anything. If I want something, I'll take it. I don't. I don't. I don't go there and ask. Then I don't harm you. That's the only thing. Like I won't take what is yours. If it is mine, I feel it is mine. I'll take it. So uh, what happened was this is very cute. <laughs> but then again, <laughs> it caused a lot of problems. In uh, sixth grade, when I was just entered this new school, so I wanted money. Like I, I always had this knack for money. I think that money solves money. Money cannot buy happiness, but money can buy harmony. So money is important. I was like, what, what should I do? So my, my, my sibling Ayana, 
she basically had this uh, something like made out of strings it was called scoobies made out of strings and you know she had it on a bag and stuff so what is this like this is like you know this is the school thing that somebody from other school got so i thought i saw that and i saw that you know like all this kind of things and i got like 10 bunch of that and i started making it making it making it making it uh then i created like you know this uh, j and gave it to a girl i was you know talking to back then she liked it and i asked her to put it on a bag so then she like displayed it everywhere and she people started coming back to her that who gave it and they came back to me and started buying from me you know the business got so big extremely big if you were doing i was very uh, crazy to say this i was doing like 25000 30000 rupees per month in school and this was like next level the pt teacher like the pt like the enter council they got me they smacked me first you know what they did <laughs> it was so bad they literally in the in the calendar in the school they have this sign which says that student can't indulge in business activities literally so this was the scale and then i got smacked my parents were got was like what 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 wrong did i do what so okay this is like uh, everyday bashing of the indian education system but this is happened now like you can't like as a as a kid when you see that instantly your your dreams is cut like you are you there was a guy who was beginning entrepreneurship and like we do machine learning models and we understand reinforcement learning and negative reinforcement positive reinforcement so as a kid you get this kid this is done so but like with me i think some chemical problems i get opposite <laughs> i get pumped i'm like what you stopped me now i'll do something else so then i thought that what if i like then i started coding then i started coding thing and then i forgot about it like okay okay i'll code because coding i was making money as well so <laughs> that's why Tell me, tell me about that. I mean, what oh age God. did you start coding? Eleven, eleven. And what were some of the projects that you worked on? Uh, like such so, such a can be like a two-hour thing that the the stuff I have discovered in the dark web. Where like most of my, of course, where, where do you think I am coming from? You are saying that all of this character and all of this knowledge. This is not this. I am called light in the dark web. because i am i have been following good principles ethical principles and stuff like that but that was at the age of so boring was 11 11 what kind of what kinds of uh... for nokia s40 phones so uh, the story is funny i i was like extremely i do like uh, because i was people pleasing i was constantly hyperactive like i was extremely active as a kid and because of activity i used to cause a lot of trouble a lot of people so then my mom used to When I used to come back from school, so the nanny used to come in and she'd lock me up. Or the neighbors would lock me up in the in at, at my home. I'm telling you, it was terrible, and I deserved it. And then when she used to come back from office, my mom she she opened it up at seven thirty, and then I was allowed to go do random shit. So uh, when I was in, so what happened is that when I was home, there was nothing else to do. I had my mom's Java books and all this kind of things. Then I had a music system. Then I had football. I excelled all three of that. So like I can dance, I can play football, and I can. code so there was nothing else to do there was no friends and i never like until so i have my best friend called as nikhil rudra he's my best friend before that i had there was no 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 concept as best friend or friends i was always a kid who had like lot of people around him but then nobody would come for my birthday so that kind of things but then nikhil started coming for like nikhil started remember my birthdays and stuff like that so i owe a lot 
my goodness to him. Wow. Yeah. Well, that sounds like um, a difficult place to be in as a kid where you're surrounded by people. You're a very high energy kid, right? But at the same time, that almost acts as a, as a moat around you, right? Other people don't really keep up with that same level of, of energy. And they feel most of the thing is, uh, I don't know, it's like very weird. This of mine that either people admire me a lot and like they like me a lot. Or they get like extremely intimidated. And it's been like from a very young age. So we were so we were talking about how you got into coding and you were kind of using all that energy inside of you for sports, for dancing, nah. for coding. And then I guess at some point you got the idea to start a company making gifts, custom printed t-shirts. No. Even before that? No, no. Uh, <laughs> okay, I don't know, like oh. My life is very funny because uh, I did automobile engineering. You did, right? Yeah. You were actually interested in self-driving vehicles. Yeah. Because I was like, what is, how can I merge bits and atoms? What was the best way of merging bits and atoms? Plus my father wanted me to do mechanical engineering because he thought that I knew coding. I knew software engineering. Why would I do that? I'm better, I was literally better than the anyone that you know, like teachers or anyone. At the age of 14, I don't think so. This is India. Like people even realize that what I was. There was no PR like my, my family doesn't have a PR vehicle. Otherwise, I, the, I should be that kid, you know, who comes in that uh, TV shows and like sees random stuff. But we did not have PR this. My father was always a focused worker. My mom was always a focused worker. Businessmen, they're businessmen. They're like mom is an executive. But focused worker. So they never thought about making noise. We were always low-key. But I was doing this. I did all one thing I did. I, mailed, I built a self-driving car. My final project, I can take the names now. The, you, the company that I worked for, for the first, like my first company that I worked for, <laughs> if you know about it, you will know that, okay, where my American culture comes from. I was in Hyderabad, I was in California. And then from there, I, I have this weird habit until till now of like uh, rabbit holing shit. Like I can, I can, if I, if I see the trend, if I see a word, I go like all in. So when I was in uh, US, I got, I got this, uh, uh, fidget spinners. So like, it was funny. Back there, you should get it. In India, when I was like, you can't get it here. It was literally not available, like, available for like 200 rupees and stuff. So, and there was this guy who used to live next to me. The 1200 rupees fidget spinners, were they imported from? Yeah, from Amazon. They were like, that's it. Like even that was unavailable and stuff. You can't get it properly. And I was, I was very fascinated by this product. If you look at it, it is independent. And you like need one jot for it to run. It keeps on going in independence and you never know when it stops. So like, this is like the most permissionless thing I've ever seen. I was like, my, like I was very fascinated by it. And I like kept spinning, spinning, doing tricks and this and that. Like, wow, this is art. So I thought, you know, we'll sell it. Uh, there was another guy who was like, who had like 3D printers and stuff like that. Partnered with him and like set up Tribido store. I put the website up, did some SEO. We got like 1 million hits in like three days. Because on Google Trends, it's been on people are searching like crazy. They were not getting, they were not arriving anywhere. There was no supply. No, I, like the sales shot up. There was like first company extremely successful. But how are you actually making these fidget spinners? Like, how's 3D printers? Like I, I learned 3D printing, 3D modeling, 3D this within like seven days. Set it up like an entire 3D farm where we started 3D printing. So every time an order was placed and like I put take everything, take in everything. Like I'm, so uh, people hire me, even if you're a non this company as a consultant, I put take in like everything that you do. So the same thing. So every time somebody places an order on WooCommerce, 
the 3D STL file was created, that STL file was sent to the 3D printer, automatically 3D printed, and then sent it to the packing team where they packed this, like shipped it. So like I automated the entire process from so like when you when people said D2C companies, I was like one of the first D2C companies to start. And like this was actually D2C. Like from manufacturing to like directly to the customer. Before it became such a, a buzzword or a buzz term. Yeah. It blew up completely. Like it blew up. I was on I was like on Google search, we were like top ranking. Uh I was like featured in NDTV Gadget 360. Then uh there was something called Sakar Times reached me in a first interview, PR interview. Like massive blew up. We were doing 3,500 spinners every day, which is like almost a uh, like crazy amount of revenue. So each spinner was almost 200, 250 rupees. Earlier we were selling for 400 rupees when uh, we were a monopoly. And your unit economics were apparently very good, right? Good. Good. Like I, like I always make money. Even if I say all this philanthropy, charity, this, I always make money. Like I am, I, I will never be down money. Like, I like Were you guys it. on Amazon, Trippy Toy Store, the you know what happened? fidget spinners what you were selling? What did to me? I don't want to, I would say this is extremely controversial, but I see it. Trippy Toy Store was getting 3,500 uh, fidget spinner orders a day. 18th April, what happens is that uh, the buy box switches. This On Amazon, something called as buy box. We built the listing up from the ground up from all this time. We did the SEO, we did all of these things. And there was like a buy, buy page there. Amazon launched its own, own uh, brand own seller account and switched it to the Tripitoy store. Suddenly, out of nowhere, and it's a very crony malpractice that they do. They switched it, scale up 3500 from 3500 orders a day, we're receiving only like 150, 160, 170. For a 19 year old to see that his factories, like he had three factories, like the factories are filling in spinners here, people are making it. The next, like until 17, it was all getting sold out. 18, everything started piling up. Piling up, piling up, piling up. And that's not because all the customers just decided to stop buying fidget spinners. No, just Amazon decided that their brand should come above us. And like, for me, it was, again, see, I, see, I don't trust people now. So many things happened. Like, from there, what happened is that, you know, suddenly, when you're 19, and then India has not, India does not have an example like Mark Zuckerberg or Bill Gates yet. It's very difficult. Now, when I'll be successful, people can take me as an example. Okay, there was someone who started young and did all of these things. Before, like, India does not have a Mark Zuckerberg or a Bill Gates or as an example to show that, okay, you start a founder, like, startup founder and stuff like that. There is no journey like that. Everybody is very old. So, uh, young people, like, pa- even parents don't relate to what a young person is doing. Even young people don't relate to what a young person is doing. So, like, I was like, you know, like, during that time, when this happened, my everyone around me was like, you are uh, stupid. That you built your entire this on one website. They were like, no, I'm getting orders on this as well. Like on our own website, as we have 30% from our own website. We have this massive uh, B2B distribution system. I was 19 when I did all of this. I had spinners going on from ship every day from here to Nagaland, Mizoram as well. All these places, spinners were going from my this. You can ask everyone the kind of operations we have. And in Mumbai and like in Charkov, a place called Charkov, it's like having an operation like this here is impossible. I did these things. But then, and then what happened was that uh, the investors came in and this and that. And they started feeling that. And like, second thing was, again, bad thing is that China started dumping its spinners. So Amazon was selling Chinese spinners. So price also started dropping and this and that. So one VC brokered a deal that, you know what, uh, this, 
we have all these assets let's just sell it uh, we don't think so roshan is competent enough to like complete this i was very dejected like i made a mistake i don't want to at talk that, at it. that point they owned more of the company than than you did it's funny it was technically no uh, it was me and my father who uh, owned like 20 22% but then my father voted against me that like ended our relationship as well completely but uh, yeah it was sad but like uh, they voted against me and then they because uh, you're just a 19 year old kid yeah, right they gave me the name back i was like you take everything from me don't take tripod or stone some day it will come back i when tripod or stone was down you know got sold we were uh, i had like this one year i did like you know continue my education after uh, automotive engineering then i was started you know like snikhi suggested that you should you should come to college with me every day and i used to go there i used to dance with these kids and stuff like that i should do i should take choreography lessons to their dance crew i was very fascinated by this like you know, like there are going to be people around me i'm going to i'm going to like talk to them and stuff so nikhil told me that you know you should, you should join join my college so i was going to join bmm that's for mass media but then i have automotive engineering i've done automotive engineering diploma so i can get like uh i have a seat reserved it's very powerful <laughs> i have a seat reserved in almost any bms colleges like management studies colleges bachelors i can get the seat so i'll do that then so i went to college and there abdul started and even again like there was a uh, there was a situation there i was in a seminar marketing seminar the guy was taking the seminar was asking questions now i am like i am a, a founder of soulless company with 3 million dollars i understand e-commerce and everything like that more than like he's like specializes you know because i have applied it from like That's ground up trippy toy store trippy toy store and he was like taking a seminar about this and then he started saying questions and i'm like this young child okay also like i have a very baby face right and now i am like got a bit fat but i have i do have a baby face people don't like quickly feel that like it is not some naughty and stuff and i talk all of those things so he was asking questions he said seo and all this like cpi and all this and i was telling him you know this is better i like constantly in this with him the entire seminar this guy was ruined <laughs> then after this he comes and tells me that uh who the fuck are you <laughs> like who are you you're not like you're not meant to because the seminar was for he did not know digital marketing like he wanted to onboard them to his classes they like who the fuck are you like some day something off who are you he told him you know i am this i am this and the college was shit the college was good it was like a good college in the sense that the area it was in but like there was no campus and it could have been so much better but like he was like why are you here and what if i told him that you need to make him like i'm enjoying life right now he told me that you are meant for like crazy things don't even waste a single second of yours then he told me like, what are you working on i said ugly look he like brilliant idea keep working and just for people who don't know what was ablelo at the beginning at least what was the initial idea it was always about uh, how can we get how can i get people things faster my all my all my work is towards efficiency you know kunal sir said that and he said that aloud and he said that that the biggest employer is efficiency fucking so inefficiency fucking solve it no then <laughs> solve it no like why do you, why are all of these people I admire, adore Gunal Chawla. I love him. The stuff that he said and the pot of gold theory, all of this. The thing is, 
you all see problems where the fucking solutions you are so intelligent extremely intelligent like the one of the top teams in the world and you are building credit card uh, payment solutions that is what you think is the right thing to do right now you all don't see other important projects you can't see these things that there are important things that has to be built right now from where we can derive value can i can i ask um what are the things that you would this is a little bit of a tangent but for people who are watching it's always nice people are always asking please tell me one startup idea right um what are the problems that actually need solutions right now top 5 rapid fire <laughs> one we need a uh, better biotech projects asap like instantly somebody should be studying about vertebrates and all those kind of things one second uh, we need instantly right now we need like a a global uh, like a global board like a global board but people can just put in some ideas and that will be like a chain of ideas constantly but which can't be removed anywhere in the world we need that right now third we need extremely good soil processing systems like we need fertile soil asap in india like extreme to shit to get fertile soil like right now fourth we need to create a like we need to kill all this singular singular apps and have like this one single payment app one single payment app completely connected and fifth we need ugly loan <laughs> nice way to tie it back loop it back back around tell me tell me about the business model of oh, my, oh that is next because, level because this is before blinkit this is before zepto this was before before even before dunzo. kira before kirana cart right yeah, before dunzo before dunzo dunzo was not even uh, present at dunzo there was like weird thing ablilo was pioneer or uh, ablilo was basically in the interface you could order anything from any restaurant any restaurant anything any shop or anything like that irrespective i like this thing okay anything from anyone i've been following that from very long time so so this like you can order anything from anyone that was the plan so the entire cataloging and everything was so natural language processed you could order literally anything you know order condoms cigarettes everything we had a category called sin as well alcohol we started all of this very long because it was chat i understand that the thing is for me commerce is chat so the ablilos core product is called chat shop like it was rebranded to chat shop so like we created like an entire uh, Uh, conversational commerce thing. That's a pretty pure idea, though, right? We had zero commission, by the way. We yeah. Take, we took zero commissions. We only had subscriptions. Subscriptions. Okay. Yeah. So even, the customer even. subscribes. No. Store owner subscribes. Okay. That's it. But it did not the revenue model did not work in it. But it's like because I sold my company previously, I had money to sustain. Got it. So for me, like out of pocket, yeah, you're yeah. you're bootstrapping that. Yeah, yeah, and like. I saw when I as soon as I saw that in China there is going to be a lockdown, I was like this shit is coming to India. I was pretty sure, like I was hundred percent. And I and I take bold bets, huh? What I did was I was like, you know what? Stop all the categories. Only put uh, fresh fruits, vegetables, this and that. That's it. That's when you move to twenty four twenty yeah. four hour delivery. Yeah, ask cable. I think cable was there. Cable was shocked. When you miss cable, you may remember. Like why the fuck is because I like literally we had like beauty and all these categories, electronics. Like no stop everything, we we'll only do fresh. And started doing fresh, and in one month, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry, I'm going to laugh for like this to say this, but fucking, I was right. In one month, COVID hit. Boom, March, uh, entire this got shut down. Only we were operational because I got a letter from DGP. Wow. Uh, I use I use when I want to. I use my leverage when I want to. I got a letter from DGP. Even then, the police officer, local officer, was stopping us. But I was like, you know, we have the essential letter. You can't stop us. 
all this was crazy what happened was that because you were scaling like crazy i had i needed funds and i could not go back you know to my father and then like that then i did a partnership with my friend we did together and stuff like that but the thing is i, I applied to so many vcs i was i don't know I want to take them because they might now they might partner with us not to call out names but they did bad bro they did bad as an indian startup founder who understands macro the scale at which the vcs are operating right now are so gatekept like you can't expect a ecosystem to grow if you gatekeep it it's an ecosystem you can't have gatekeeps you have the gatekeep for your college name your ex company name then if you're ex founder then you from which city you come for so what you're saying is that basically you needed to go and raise yeah. money and they just wouldn't give you the time of day not not time of day they should take meetings up like that, everything and when it comes to like the finance this nobody led it hmm. nobody led my round call so you're not able to get capital you need capital you're not ready you're not going to go to your dad what did you do a partner with this then we like the operation was going on but then scale stopped you could not could not move so next set of funding i needed at least one 2 million dollars to go nobody touched us nobody touched us nobody led around i'll never let that happen to any entrepreneur in the world you mean three years if you are good i swear to god never nobody touched us and someone suggested that you know we should go light weight in desi delhi was there so i did then then we did the under chat shop But then Dukan was a superior product. Dukan was a good product. Like I really liked Dukan, and I like Sumit as well. That guy is Sumit Shah. Yeah. I like their culture. Yeah. I like I like what they're building and what they're doing. This did that guy thought of an idea and he executed it. So I adore him. When his co-founder, but it's funny. But I have messaged them as well. I have messaged them before I was going to. So you know, chat shop is still running by the way. By the way, Ablu is still running. Huh? Now it's called Ablu again. It's called chat shop. Oh, it's called Chat Shop. So, the parent company is Ablelo. Yeah, the com- the project is going to be called Ablelo because it means Ablelo, which is buy it now. The product which will have in front facing as for the consumers will be called Chat Shop, where anyone anywhere in the like anywhere in India set up a shop, set up a shop, and you can just chat with them and order. Why did you decide to pivot away from Chat Shop? I I know you still have the name and you're still working on it actively, but you decided to pivot away to Avalor. Oh. Oh, that's true. So uh, when I was doing a chat shop, I was a CTO of uh, one of Gujarat's big, what do you call it, a social media TikTok alternative company. I started as a consultant and then became the CTO. Right? I mean, so that did that take up a lot of your time? No, what happened? Yeah, it was uh, along with chat shop. Like I told you, like always make sure that my finances are. You're si- you're got yeah, a side yeah, hustle yeah. going on. Ah, yeah, yeah, like I money, and you were investing a lot of money into chat ah, shop yeah. as well, right? Yeah, chat shop plus other startups and like equity tokens, cryptocurrencies. I don't keep money with me. That is the problem. I have to start accumulating wealth now. I really really my like my this is very bad. I have literally I'm so illiquid <laughs> most of the times. Now I started keeping money because now 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 I can't be liquid. I was so illiquid. I was I was a millionaire at what twenty uh, almost like nineteen almost twenty company got sold six months I got the check I was a millionaire but I was so illiquid I was so stupid I bought a house I bought all these crazy things thinking that you know this is that and I sold everything <laughs> and I sold everything and put into like uh, say technically it is liquid but how do you say it 
it's an assets good assets now and then i started accumulating cash a bit so all the people who make money very early don't buy a house it's the worst decision ever i you have to realize this i was tw- i'm 20 i was 23 i have experienced peak luxury already my office i had a corner office in burj khalifa level 143 i was going to raju omelet if people from dubai you know raju omelet in lamborghini every day at bentleys but of what use of what is never ever if if my, you know the, my ex girlfriend is one day still member i was like we were in uh, burj khalifa 123 floor we used to like go in every day i used to go every day into armani people used to greet me and to go armani coffee burj khalifa this was my life one day we were there she told me and i used to wear shit clothes <laughs> as in like clothes as in i i never i do not like i do not i do not feel i wear functional i do functional fashion i believe in functional fashion so for me fashion is functional so i was like doing random things and then one day she told me that rosh you're making so much money right now where is your prada and i felt very weird as a person because i was never like kale by little you saw me you came in my nissan sunny right nissan like max to max i'd go is mercedes s class max otherwise my nissan sunny is so beautiful bro like it was functional no came in here at work I never ever like not even once I bought like luxury purchases. She told me this and it it changed my changed my brain, bro. Changed your brain or changed your perception of her? Like changed my brain. Suddenly I became materialistic. Oh. This one statement of hers made me materialistic. Did for it like you, for the next, did it make you feel insecure? Insecure for the next two months. I did so much spending. I like uh, funny to say that like. It was so crazy that we got her a birthday party was on a yacht. What book a yacht for? And like, not what her, her, but more of like, I started buying Prada and like I got like a Prada. And suddenly, so that is when I understand that words have so much power. So that is when I decided that if I'm going to date someone, it will give them so much access to my head. Not sure. the reason why she was able to have that impact on you was because you had let her in. Yeah, it was this close, no. Was this close? Eventually, this is what I read uh, that that you wrote, which was that um, they were kind of treating you not as an equal, but more as uh, a. That was very sad. I was like a developer, but then I don't stop. I went back, went to Dubai, build from like started as a head of product, worked so hard that I big they they had to make me the CTO. They had to make me. I had full like I architected the entire Remzo Bethany project. It was such a beautiful project. That project was so grandiose, so bad at operations, man. Killed it. I architected the entire thing, the entire token architecture of it. Made sure that everything was correct. They did so many bad things. I fixed everything and got the token out perfect into the market. And it is so difficult to manage tokenomics. I did it exactly perfect. Nobody appreciated me. As in, like in the market, people don't appreciated me that there was this asset which was like promoting. A lot of people had put in money in there. Like if that asset actually goes on, that would be a Netflix documentary. Like people are putting like fifteen million dollars on it. It's like if that shit goes down, it's a Netflix documentary, actual documentary. And I fixed it. I'm the person who fixed like from the industry from getting a bad name, bad rep. Nobody appreciated me. And like why is and like in India, why is that you all don't believe that the next Mark Zuckerberg or the next Steve Jobs or the next 
big Google or the next big anything will come from here. You have to truly believe it. And if somebody is saying that is going to do it, you have to support him with whatever you can. What what will you lose by doing this? Nobody thinks about this. That there is no loss. We are so used as Indians to do bad things for other people because of our poverty, colonization that happened. Our resources were snatched from us. We as a as a civilization, I want to say a very deep thing now. The civilization was constantly about people adding value because we had something called as abundance of resources. But when colonization happened, our this was stolen from us. Our abundance of knowledge, our wealth, everything was it. Because of which, Indian as a mindset, when colonization happened, did not steal away our this. They stole our mindset from us. We were people who had an abundant mindset. We were the most wealthiest people in the entire fucking history of time. We accumulated wealth like crazy because we understood abundance. They stole it away from us. They made us crave for each other. They made us feel that we are in a deficit constantly. But we were never in deficit. We still have the resources right now. We still have the resources. Kerala, we have all the resources to become a superpower. I still don't know that why are people not joining us? Me, anyone, anyone like me, have like five other Russian man. But make India superpower. Why don't we? We have that urgency. Figure out way. Software is the right way to start. Let's get there. Let's fucking take over the entire software world. Let's build clone versions of Facebook, Google, YouTube, everything. Everything we'll build, and we'll build top-notch quality. I'm not saying normal quality. I'm saying top-notch. You see, permissionless branding. The permissionless, the way the this is said, it's thoughtful. We'll build thoughtful products. We'll get the right people on it. Right people on building the products. We'll take community feedback. We'll make it community-owned. Let the people who are using it pay for it and like own it. Let that happen. I want to establish that and. We'll get there. Tell me how permissionless fits into this vision that you're talking about. So, uh, permissionless will help you create and operate on-chain corporations. That's it. OCCs, OCCs. So we'll have two verticals. One, like any, like like Facebook, Google, anything like that, we'll have our own projects, which we are passionate about, like async. Like async's part is Proton and stuff, Proton and stuff. We'll have our own projects. Like we have Zoomins. It's like World's first open source media franchising. Like it's going to be as good as any Marvel series. Because I believe that <coughs> building good. So these like permissionless will have its own important projects of its own, which like as I'll be leading, of course, as a finalist. Other than that, we'll help everyone in the world, each and everyone in the world, to start and run an open source community-owned project. We'll get them the initial funds they want, the team they want, the contributors they want, everything they want. You have an idea and you want to work very hard. Come to the house. The house is going to exist not only here; it's going to exist on the internet as well now. This is physical being built. Once I I have this certain amount of houses that I want in the world. Those are physical houses. Physical, like like the house that you see right now. Currently, we're in Mumbai. We're in the Mumbai house. We have the house in Dubai, Delhi, Bangalore. Everywhere there is the people who want to get involved in open source or want to contribute, like do good for the world. So this house concept, my 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 uh, grandfather was a comrade, communist comrade, you know, uh, in Kerala. So house, this is house concept in in this comradeism, where there is house like in every part of the city or your your entire team like is a house, full house. I don't know exactly what you call it in Malayalam. But I'm very inspired by that. So I took that inspiration and decided that you know, everywhere there are going to be open source contributors, there has to be an house or open source people in tech. 
It has to be people with a place where people come in and talk in tech. The talk tech design art where come here. There are so many rappers and so many artists who want to record in here. So house will play that role. Will play as like an incubator, incubation role. That is how it is. Permissionless is that. Hmm. Think of permissionless like Facebook or Google. Simple. But what is okay? The I guess the more important question is, what is this idea of OCCs? What is it solving? Hmm. What is the problem that's being solved here? Look, as a startup thinking person, right? This is the question that we always ask. Firstly, forming an official corporation with someone is like next level difficult. You know, there are companies that are built being built on WhatsApp groups. Technically, it is that simple. It is just that you're not able to factionalize the ownership. We have blockchain now. We have an immutable real-time database which can real-time factionalize your uh, ownership. Or read or write uh, based on your like you know based on the ownership that you have and give you conditions preconditions as well. So all this is possible. Now you have to leverage something like this. Why do you need a jurisdiction? I still don't understand. If you are an internet business, if you have efficient ways of so that is why we are building computers so that you know uh, fiat to this is also solved. So that any OCC doesn't even need a bank account. You have an entire economy right on on chain right now which has USDC, USDT. All the coins and tokens in the world, you can have your own tokens. You don't need. I don't think so. Like Stripe and all are like, if you do it correct, five years Stripe is gone. It's gone. Like they have to. The processing layer, the finance element layer, if if gets on Ethereum, I see a good future. See a good future for Ethereum, Polygon. When Pewter comes in, is it is this where Pewter comes in? You you were mentioning. Um, actually, sorry, it's on your website that Pewter. At least this is what's written for Pewter right now. Is that the goal is to solve this problem of uh, crypto to fiat currency, but you, currently you need KYC, you need the government or the bank involved. So this would be sort of a solution to that problem. Yeah. It, it, on Pewter, what will happen is that this will start as you know people will be able to convert crypto, fiat, and all those kind of things. But it's going to be the final layer. That's just the MVP. Yeah, that's just the MVP. That's the start of it. Pewter. Pewter is going to be the final layer, like the final layer, which will uh, integrate Web one, Web two, Web three together. Hmm. Like it's technically you can say it like layer three or whatever. But I'll call it the final layer. If I am going to iterate on Pewter, going to work so hard on Pewter, there won't be another blockchain ever required, ever. You'll be able to use all the networks inside Pewter itself. Just in terms of like the larger vision. Sort of, you know, maybe a year down the road or two years down the road. Like, what does permissionless look like, and ultimately, what are the big problems that um, it's solving, or like, what kind of impact do you hope it will have? I'll start with uh, next one year. We'll be able to create like a significant impact on the way people work. That's for sure. People get a basic, like the base opportunity part. With async, I'm pretty sure. Like in the next one year, one point five years. I'll be able to capture a lot of global market share from Fiverr, Upwork, and all these people. Pretty sure, like easy, easy kill. Like you want to have a website, you come to Async, you create like five tasks of that. You like you get five five people to build it together, like asynchronously. And your website gets built in like slash one half of the time. Wow. Plus at one tenth the cost. You'll get that on Async. There are so many Filipino developers, Indian developers lined up to work on Async. You're going to get tasks done in one dollars. I'm going to I'm going to disrupt the entire this. I'm going to connect people. Like you get tasks for one dollar, Caleb. You get anything done for one dollar code. 
snippets, component, this and that. What will people do? How are they going to stop us? That's one year. One year. And I'm going to API everything. So you can integrate async into your Slack, your, your Trello boards, your Jira, everything, everywhere, directly. Like we have an integration with GitHub right now. And we have a, something called as Coda. You might call it Electronify. I don't like, want to do this, but mostly Coda. Where you'll be, it's like an enter ID, like a replit open source community owned ID inside your browser. Now, even if you have a shitty laptop, you'll still be able to do tasks and make that $1. You come here and make $1, bro. And $1 a day for a person who's just learning, he'll make like $10,000 of it. I'll, people, there were hundreds of people who said that they want employment. They'll give employment to people. Nobody came up with a solution to actually do it. We are doing it. And I'm so glad. What is your vision for India? <sighs> I Sorry, see. I know that's a huge question. Maybe, maybe not answering it in complete detail, but like, just as far as like this. I, it, India as a country is very beautiful. Like we all are very proud people. We all were extremely proud. We, we did things which were important to us. We did things which were, which like, which were goodness. Like, we follow the non alignment policy during wars and these things. Like two, three wrong influences, two, three wrong conquerors and colonialists killed our self-worth. And then this bad party ruling us for a long time. I say that aloud. It was a bad party ruling us. It was, it was nepotism. It was all this kind of thing. It was anti-permissionless. Now finally it feels like we are moving towards things. We are doing good things. I see India as a very big superpower. Like I actually believe that and I'm working towards it. And I'll make everyone work towards it. Like right now I have 35 people working for me. In this coming 3-4 months, I'll have 300 people working for me. Then we'll have at least 5,000 people working for us in the coming 2 years. I'll get everyone to work with us. I'll get everyone to work. If you, if you don't, if you don't have a purpose in life, you listen to it right now. If you don't think of a purpose in life, purpose for permission is good. If you want to make the world open source. If you think that the purpose you like, you come join me. Anyone. That was Roshan Vadashri, co-founder and self-described chief of Permissionless. And you wouldn't know it from watching or listening to this episode, but there was actually a live audience of more than 20 people while we were recording this interview, which was definitely a first for me. Check it out. Thank you so much for watching or listening to the show this week, and I'll catch you in the next one.